in May of 2012, Quality launched its first premium three-pack cotton tees and has since grown into a ready-to-wear clothing label focused on delivering top quality basics. By using only the best materials and fabrics, Quality's essential items are timeless and comfortable. Koala's mascot, embroidered on all of the brand's garments, is inspired from the founder's love for nature. The products are created with respect for the environment, with a goal to minimize waste. The brand's tree pack is packaged in recycled fabric salvaged during the production process. In cooperation with Rivercast Creative, Quality's Dan, Oren, and Yaniv give you an inside look at the brand's from its creation to what's coming. Through trials and tribulations, Quality's success is intimately linked to the brothers' love for their work and for each other. This streetwear brand is a family affair. Don't miss the Quality podcast recorded on location in the brand's office, design studio, and warehouse. Episode 2, Relatable. My name is uh, Yaniv Abikasis. Dan Abikasis. I'm Oren Abikasis. Back then, I was looking for, uh, for something that was pretty much timeless, uh, something you could invest in that won't go out of style, something that could, you know, sit on the shelves, you know, a basic t-shirt, you could sell it this year, you could sell it next year, you could sell it two years from now. So that was kind of like the idea, and then the three packs was like I had mentioned, I used to wear a lot of like basic, just like white t-shirts and jeans at the time, and I would wear it mostly like, you know, I would buy the Fruit of Loom from Walmart. And like after a few wears, it would just get stained and, and like the, the fabric would get harder. Like, it, yeah, we're just looking for like a better quality three pack. And that's where the concept came from. And at the same time, I wanted to give back to the planet, you know, in some way. And I knew that like, you know, now there's a bunch of like organic cotton and stuff like that. But back then when it was 2012, there really wasn't many options or it was like really hard to source. And we were tiny. It was just me and my brother. And so... We decided to join 1% for the planet, which I had discovered through Patagonia. Uh, and I felt like that was, you know, it was just something I I've wanted to do. Is I knew that, like, if I had a choice, I'd make in Canada. But, you know, our whole strategy from the beginning was to try and offer, like, amazing quality at an affordable price point. So making in Canada wasn't an option. So, like, 1% for the planet was the other best thing for me was, okay, we're going to make in China, but at least we'll give back 1% of our sales uh, whether it's through an organization that, you know, for uh, David Suzuki Foundation, for example. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's like where the three pack comes in. That's how we started the three pack. And then from there, we just kind of I guess uh, the jogger came after well, that. What happened was it was actually during the time where the jogger was just starting to train. Yeah. And uh, all the stores that got the three pack tees were tripping over the tees. And they were like, wow, it's such a great idea. I love the name. Can you guys make us joggers? So when someone was asking us for pants, it was a no-brainer because we're so used to making pants that we made the jogger pretty easily. And it just, from there, it really just took off. The jogger took off. It was like such a hype time for joggers. Yeah, it was right when the trend was hitting. It was like yeah. the perfect time. And that's what you've got to learn about business. It's all about timing. Yeah, everything is timing. We actually got so much hate from other brands that were doing joggers. I don't know if we should mention names yet. Yeah, and get it's into, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we had like uh, we had companies like Zane Robe, who was really doing a lot of joggers at the time. And most people, when they thought of joggers, they correlated it to Zane Robe, I guess, because they were maybe one of the first to actually make an impact with it. And uh, they started telling us so oh, that we're copying them, and which was absolutely ridiculous because it's a jogger. It's like saying uh, you're copying my white T-shirt. It's literally a pant with a cuff at the we, end. We did Every jogger is the same. 
We did kind of copy them. Though. Well, we, 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 <laughs> but I'll we, tell you the story after. I'll tell you the, the story of how it happened after. Yeah, of course. You can't really call it a copy yeah. though, because then you copied every brand that made the jogger. We just used Zane Robe as, like, as a reference. Yeah, but it, what 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 really happened was. And I guess we could say it now. I'm not going to say the customer, but there was a customer. And this is like why sometimes you need a bit of luck in business is um, a customer literally came to us and was like, yo, I'm selling these pants like crazy and like they never have enough stock. I can't get any and they're limiting it, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, please, can you just like take a look at it and see what you can do for me? So he literally sends me the original pant, uh, which was from Zanro, the jogger. I'm like, all right, I'll take a look at it. I'll see what I can do. And I send it to China and I'm like, all right, take a look at this, see what you can, if you can uh, do a sample for me. And then I had taken a trip to China and the sample was ready when I got there and I literally put them on. And then when I put them on, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, like these are going to be like hot. Like this is going to be like the trend, the biggest trend coming up. I just had a feeling for it. And like, so just fuck, I was like, just produce 600 units right away. That's what we started with. We had no POs on hand. We did make no, a few changes. Yeah, there was like, well, we, we updated, we, the, we changed the fabric. Time. Yeah, we adjusted it. Uh, but essentially, it was it was the job. That's jogger, right. You could call it a copy. Yeah. I don't call it a copy. This yeah. whole business is a copy. Every yeah. single brand copies every single brand because that's what trends are. Yeah. I mean, if you don't follow the trend, you have to set trends. And you can only set trends when you're a huge when brand. you're actually a big brand. So, yeah. so at the time, it wasn't even like we had a choice. But anyways... Like I said, I just wanted it to get it as fast as I could because I knew that this was going to be the next big trend and this is what was going to like, I mean, you know, make a, a mark on, for our brand. So right away, I had issued a PO to the factory to produce units even without showing it to any customer. Uh, I just had a feeling for it, which at the time, like everyone was like, oh, you're crazy. And then we brought them in and right away, we like sold out right away. And and I guess I, we were right. It was like the biggest... The biggest trend of the time. You're trying to buy shoes what, now. And it's what put our brand. <laughs> Orin is literally trying to buy shoes while we're doing this. Right now, <laughs> to see him refreshing his page. Like, Guys, <laughs> I haven't ordered a pair of shoes in a month, okay? I deserve this. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so that's. Then we brought it in, and yeah, we sold out, and we started reordering more. And then from there, like, the brand kind of grew organically, and we kept that. Uh, we you know we started you know offering different products uh the customers were really happy with it so they gained trust in the brand and as we came out with new styles they just they believed in us and they kept ordering more and it just kind of grew on its own like honestly like at the time like if people when people ask me like oh how did you do it it's kind of it's hard to say because it was just we were just going with the flow. We didn't have a business plan. We were just literally going with our instincts. Everything kind of grew yeah. organically. Yeah, like I go to China like at least twice a year, although not right now, obviously, but I go to China to check on the factories, you know, check samples, check production. He was going to China beforehand with my father. It was probably like the, it was, I wonder if it was the first trip without dad. So like I I did like two first trips with my dad. Yeah, it was a two. I remember Uh, the first. But it was dad's first trip. Oh, it was one of dad's first trips also. Like he didn't even. One thing that was good for us, you found one jacket. One stupid freaking yeah. jacket in like before in Koala. Before we Koala, it. it was for Indicode. I think we did. Yeah. We had this brand called Indicode, and that jacket killed it. Yeah, we were selling. It killed it for like three, for like three, <laughs> three seasons. Years, yeah. like, no, I think like longer, like two yeah. jackets. It was like it was like a new green like it was soft, a soft shell, shell jacket, soft shell yeah. jacket, just like a regular black soft shell with like a red logo yeah, on the chest. It was so stupid. But we were selling hundreds of them at a time. Yeah, that was a good one for me. I hate that jacket. I hate it. Well, yeah, it's definitely, it wasn't our style. Like, yeah. 
Like we, Which we, is another reason yeah. why we started the brand. But you yeah, should actually, make yeah. a, another yeah. one similar in our style with that fabric because that fabric was good. Yeah, I think uh, we did that. The uh, rain Sasha, jacket, no? Sasha's we did. We did the the brain parka. The rain now it's not the same it's thing. Not the same Sasha, thing. Sasha's more it's like more of a neoprene. It's active wear. It's like uh, yeah, lemon yeah, kind of yeah, shit. It was yeah. good. I like yeah. that jacket. It was good. Yeah, but that's because yeah. you're a nerd. <laughs> Just kidding. He's not a nerd. He's actually so far from a nerd. He's the opposite of a nerd. What's that? I'm a dumb nerd. He's kind of a nerd. Collects all those fucking. Uh, I'm a geek. That's a geek. I'm a geek. geek. I'm a geek. He's a dumb geek. I don't like it. He's a geek who wears fresh clothes. If you guys knew Orin, like he's the guy you would never imagine. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a shipper. So, but he had no choice. That's what we needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's exactly. We had, had to, to come in somewhere. That's right. And we actually started the website around that time. And there, we would get like one order, two, three <laughs> orders a week. Yeah. And we loved it. We thought it was cool. Someone was buying online. It was just a three pack. Only yeah. Three packs to think how far it's gone. Like the website right now is like fire. Yeah. Fire. So Koala started. We were in. We were in. We're in three 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 Chabanel. We started in a smaller office with a smaller shipping, and then when things started growing, we took another warehouse down the hall, and from there we were we were shipping. We were dragging it from one warehouse to our office to ship, and then we outgrew that. So we took a bigger place now again down the hall, same floor, and then we grew that. So we again took another warehouse next door. So the warehouse is huge, and now we're trying. We were supposed to actually we're move. Supposed like, to expand again. But yeah, but we kept getting screwed over by the owners tenants. of the building, uh, yeah, the landlords, the landlords, yeah, the landlords and fucking this and that. And you know what? It's funny how things happen. Is then Corona, all this stuff happened, and it's just it was better off that we we didn't move yet. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. Which actually like, reminds me, like one of the reasons why we really invested heavily. So like I mentioned. We were with our dad before, and he was his business was a private label. So private label is when you're producing for other people under their brand name. So he was mostly doing denim, and one of the customers we had, one of the biggest customers, it was like I think I would say seventy stores. No, but it was like I would say seventy five percent of our business at the time. At the time, it was almost koala. Yeah, almost one hundred percent. And we were producing denim for these guys, and all of a sudden, I. It was right when we started Koala. Koala like was starting year, to pick yeah. up. It was, well, it was a year probably up. into Koala, yeah. where all of a sudden they decided to just drop us. Like they didn't want to. Uh, I mean, they had changes of plans. I think they started doing it, doing their own denim internally, so they just didn't need companies like us that did private labels. So we went from doing pretty decent numbers. You know, it was uh, you know we were three employees. It was applying. Th- it was I guess they paid our salaries for three people, and then. Um, and then yeah so then when they dropped us just like that we were like oh fuck like what the fuck are we gonna do like i really thought like we were gonna close our business like that was gonna be it but i still remember being in the kitchen and being like dude like i'm this is gonna be good for us like this everything happens for a reason and that's when we decided to really go like full in with koala and invest all our money into koala even though we didn't have much money, but we were <laughs> also tired in that. and yeah. scared of relying on other people's success for our success. The only yeah, way away from exactly. that is to have your own brand yeah. where you control your own success. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hated doing, I really hated doing private label because it was just like all the people cared so about was the best price. You, you know, you had no power. The, the profit margins aren't big. Yeah. Like we actually, all of us, 
love this. Like yeah. we love this job. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like work. Sure, there's a lot of money to be made in private yeah, yeah, but we prefer. Money, I prefer making more, less yeah, money yeah, and yeah, enjoying what I'm doing and like what I'm producing. Well, we're making way more now than we were with private label. Yeah, but I mean, overall though, there's more potential in private label if you want to like talk about sales. Tons of money in private label, but it's a whole different business. Now it's back to like almost back to the way it's coming back to what it used to be. Doesn't necessarily mean it's fashion though. It's other. No, but I mean, come on, we have one of the biggest fashion houses. Well, fashion websites. Yeah. Essence in, in our, our building, building. essence.com if you guys and don't know it's the it biggest website for independent designers in the world i believe they have an entire floor in our building they have two floors floor, i don't two even know a thousand, a thousand employees at least mm -hmm. they also have got canada goose now in our building uh tons of honestly in montreal there's so many brands that are doing well that's not recognized that they come from canada <laughs> like moose knuckle and Macaz, Macaz, Rinsack, Rinsack, or whatever yeah, you call it. and uh, so many. Dom Rebel, Buffalo, man, I could go on. Is forever. Buffalo still around? They're still not around, but they're not. They're not like hype. There's tons, tons of brands. What is Naked and Famous? Or Naked and Famous. Yeah, they're actually right next to us. Nudie is not from here, is it? No. No. Yeah. What else comes from here? There's no, so there's many. tons of. There's a lot of the Parasuco with it. Yeah. But they do big, uh, they yeah. mostly do private label. I mean, actually, like a lot of brands that you see out there, like most of their business is actually funded from private label. You would think it's just their brand, but they also do private label for the majors from like Winner, The Bay, Nordstrom, all Does those guys. Does The Bay have their yeah. own label? They have a label? Yeah, they do their own yeah. private label. Yeah. A lot is different right now. Right now, um, well, right now, a lot of retailers are on hold because they're not allowed to open. So uh, we got we're, we got lucky up up to date. Not too many have canceled. They're just on hold. But our website has grown substantially through the uh, pandemic, which is something we focus on a lot is the website because we believe that's the future of shopping. Even though we fully support retailers and we do everything we can to help them, we believe in, in brick and mortar and we need brick and mortar, I believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. It's still mostly, if we didn't have online, let's say we'd be out of business. Yeah, right? like right now without online, we'd be yeah. in trouble. But, but uh, yeah, we need we need retailers to thrive. I mean, most of our business was built on, on mom and pop shops and yeah. boutiques. So. Yeah, we have a lot of respect for retail. Yeah, but uh, yeah, department stores now are suffering the most. I think all those big, big, big chains, but uh, especially in the U.S. Because of that, we actually, when most brands were doing campaigns, during this pandemic to support frontline workers and stuff like that, which we are doing right now, actually. But before that, our first campaign was to give back to our retailers. And uh, that was extremely successful. And we have hundreds of retailers that will be getting a piece from, from the profits. And that's at wholesale. So whatever piece they get, when they sell it, it triples in uh, in uh, what we're pretty much donating. Yeah, it's like double. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we raised like almost seventy thousand dollars. Yeah. Just from our online. When it comes to work in the office, we we consider ourselves very different than other ways people run their businesses. We're very relaxed. We don't want like a, a military type work in our office. We like everyone being happy. Everyone. Every it, it's it's like a well oiled machine that kind of works 
properly for the way we do things, but we at find times. they're different. At <laughs> of course, there's, of course there's, there's a uh, lot of kinks in this. In yeah, yeah we're, course, which we run out of oil. We're kind of we're kind of new also at this, right? So we're, yeah. we're like new at being bosses and stuff, and we're also very chill. Maybe so, we're too nice sometimes yeah. with our employees, we're and they're like probably very, listening to this. So. We're like friends with all our employees. Yeah, you know, we 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 talk on messages at we night. Call like duty we, we're actually buddies with yeah. everyone we've hired so far. So. We play video games online that night with yeah. our employees. Yeah. <laughs> we're all addicted lot, to Warzone right a now. Lot of Warzone, yeah. quarantine Warzone. Yeah. But yeah, like our scheduling is kind of screwed up, obviously, because of the uh, because of the pandemic. Like my wife is still working from home and we have an 18-month-old daughter. So it's a little tough because she has to, you know, if she stays alone every day with her, she won't be able to get any work done. So we kind of take turns. One day I'll stay yeah. home and take care of our daughter and she'll be able to get work done. One day she'll stay home and I'll go into the office. So I try to come in when yeah. he's not here and, he, and when he's not here. Like, yeah, we all have kids, kids so, so we're... They don't have school now, yeah. so it's very difficult. To... Orin has three twins, but they're older now. They can three twins? Uh, three kids. <laughs> yeah, three kids. <laughs> have a pair of twins. Pair of twins yeah. <laughs> but they're old enough now where they can take care of themselves, which is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I'll take care of themselves. Yeah. They just stay in front of the screen well, all day. They can stay yeah. home alone. Yeah, so they can say, oh, yeah, yeah. Dan has two kids, and but it's the same thing, you know. His his, his wife also works. And I had my first one eighteen months ago. So, so I mean, since the pandemic started, we're running campaigns to help mm. wherever we can. You know, which yeah. is difficult for us also because you know we need help too. <laughs> <laughs> but what's more important to us is retailers because they they were there to bring us up when we were nobodies. Yeah. So we need them. And we knew we knew that like with the pandemic that we kind of had to go on sale. Like everybody was tight on cash. And right when the, when when people started freaking out, like sales dropped like crazy. So so to kind of get that going and we knew we had to kind of start giving deals. But we didn't want to hurt our retailers because we see them as partners. So we knew like if we were going to do this and offer 25 percent off for whatever how long this was going to last that we had to give back to them not had to but well, we wanted no, but to they, they have to yeah they have to get yeah, something we, out of it yeah, yeah we're essentially like taking business away from them if we're on sale and they're closed and we're the only ones open we're not ignorant to the fact that people go to retail stores they buy a brand they fall in love and they search for it online mm -hmm. so i mean we're not ignorant to that fact so we 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 want and need our retailers to be mm -hmm. healthy yeah, so that's where the idea for the uh, you know giving back thirty percent came from. And we tried to get like other people to like join, but I guess we did like a, a PR push. But we've actually been hearing the opposite, where most brands are just being really tough on yeah, pretty, like hard asses on their customers and like getting them to We're trying to ask them, yeah, trying to get them to pay their bills right away, and like they don't want to wait. We get that a lot we from like the retailers, how yeah. we're so nice yeah. and polite, but like that's just the way we are. And I see other brands the way they are. They're very like set in stone. They right. have their rules mm -hmm. and this and that. And you got to do this if you want to order. This. Can't cancel orders. You can't cancel yeah. orders. We're not like that. We're no so discounts. Back no discounts. No yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Crazy. And we find it crazy when people tell us we're so <laughs> nice. We're just, I don't know. It's just the way. It's also because like we. It's we, a common sense. To it's us. also because we grew. We like we didn't join like a big company. We started our own company, so we're just kind of running it how we feel like it should be ran, right? So. Yeah, it's not really. We're just doing it our way. We're yeah. not going by the norms. But normally there is norms. Like when we place people place orders, there's minimums, but we don't really enforce any minimums. Uh, you know, brands ask for deposits. You know, if you if you get an order from a customer, they'll say, okay, 
Uh, if you want to reserve this, give us a deposit of. Yo, get Cindy to cut his hair. Yeah, I got a bit crazy hair right now. So yeah, it's most 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 com- most brands ask the retailer to place a, you know put money down to like make sure they reserve their their order or, or like a safety deposit kind of. But we don't do that, and we're really we built our business also through like acting like a, a partner. And we our business card says uh, your partner in retail, you know. So yeah, the back end of you know, you guys see the front end, but the back end of our business is also completely different than. Uh, than, than the way fashion normally is ran. You know, normally there's pre-booking, windows. So this is the way this is the way it works. Every brand makes a collection and they make a, their sample line. They go, they show it, and they sell it for next season. They show it six months like, ahead of time. Yeah, basically. so it's half a year ahead of time. People are placing their orders and locking their funds up for an order that's coming next season. Us, we literally watch what's coming, watch the trends, and we produce right away for season. And we produce for them. So we have stock right away and then we sell. So we take a big risk for our retailers so that they can repeat and they can buy instantly. Yeah. Which is what sets us apart from everyone else. Uh, you could be on top of like trends faster. Yeah, which colors. is why everyone keeps asking us, how, how do you have your color so on point and this and that? It's because we're, we're working on a different time schedule than everyone else. We're not trying to predict the future. So we kind of have that that leg up on everyone yep. else. We also choose a lot of our colors and a lot of our pants that we do is also based on like sneakers, sneaker colors that are coming out. Cause a lot of people, once sneakers come out, they want items that match them and believe it or not. Well, it's not that hard to believe, but the colors of sneakers is really correlated with the colors uh, that are trending and coming out in fashion as well. So it does, it does help with that mm-hmm. also. Yeah, um, I mean, like when we started, it was, that's how we kind of we kind of sold that to the customer to the retailer. Also, we were telling them like you don't want to. I mean, we still have to like fight with some of the retailers because they still don't understand the concept of buying in season. But we would tell them like, why would you want to pre-book six months ahead? You don't know what the trend's gonna be. You don't know if it's gonna change. You don't know what's going to happen to your business. And you don't know if you'll locked, have the money. You're locked into it. Yeah. You made six what, months ago. Yeah. What if you want to make changes? And plus, like like I said, these companies are also off. You know, had enforcing. We're enforcing minimums or breakdowns. While with us, they could be super flexible. If they if they just wanted to buy like one medium, one large in a certain style, they could do that. While other companies, you have to buy one small, two uh, no, yeah, one small, two mediums, two larges, one extra large. Yeah. They so they're putting breakdowns. yeah. So, and like, so we were just really like the, uh, I guess the black sheep. We just don't like limiting people and putting them in corners. It's just not the way we, we believe. Like we saw it, we saw it like when we started, like, I guess it was, when did we start that? It was after a bit, like maybe 2014, the the, the whole like in season thing. It was probably probably when Orin came in. Yeah, like we we saw it, like I saw it, like, uh, you know, I'm going to give myself credit. Like I saw it back then that it was like a broken and they're now they're because of the coronavirus. Now they're talking even more about it. How like the fashion industry and the schedule it's on. It's just like a broken formula. It just doesn't work right now. Also, uh, fashion I, has become really fast. Yeah, a little like, too fast. Things too. change really fast. So yeah. why predict something six months ahead when it could change in two months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The majority of the of everything comes from Yaniv, and I'm I'm very fashion. Before Koala, I always bought the expensive brands, the sneakers. So I always put in my two cents. I make decisions with my little brother, Yaniv, on colorways and fits. 
and, and the way things should yeah, be. Yeah, and I, ask, I ask like a lot of you, so, and like my friend, yeah, like lots of exactly. input from a lot of people. We get a lot of input before we put anything in production. Yeah. And also, a lot of things that we love the most is sometimes the thing that doesn't work the best, and some things that we aren't sure about yeah. work out to be the best. Yeah. So yeah. you never know. Sometimes yeah. It's, it's, sometimes your it's not easy. I would say most of the time our instincts are right, but <laughs> yeah. Definitely, but uh, there's always there's always mistakes, and that's uh, it's a risky business in a way. So I mean, I guess it's, it's to be expected, right? So, yeah. But we learn, you know, every time we learn from our mistakes, and we kind of uh, we're always learning. Yeah. There's always something you're learning every yeah. day, something new, in business or in fashion or oh yeah, and it changes so fast. Yeah. 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 Best way to stay up to date with what we're doing. But if you want to talk to us and be like. And see how we run our business and all that. And we're very transparent. We're not like other brands on Instagram. Um, very transparent on Instagram. I show a lot of what happens in the office. We're very laid back in the office. And it's all shown on Instagram. We're, it's the easiest place to contact for customer service. People contact all the time through Instagram. I made I made a pack that I would never change the way I do the Instagram when we were small. No matter how big we get, I'm always going to answer everybody's questions. So it does take up a lot of my time, but it, to me, it's something very important that I'm close with our customers and they feel like they have a connection. Uh, I, I've played I've played Warzone with customers from Instagram. <laughs> yeah, like I really are they customers? I, yeah, yeah. Last night I was playing with one of our customers, two of them actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I'll post on Instagram. I'm playing message if you want to jump in. Yeah. yeah. I like I like being personal with these people. I don't want them to think like like our a lot of a lot of other brands. I've Every single one of their pictures are professionally shot and they'll never show personality. I'm more like personality. I model the, 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 the fits every single day. I'm showing a different outfit, how you can mix and match Koala and how you, you don't need any other brand. If, if you love Koala, literally we have you from A to Z, from boxers to socks to jackets to everything. And I, all I do is make outfits every day. I show one. Um, yeah, we're a family business, right? So, like, we kind of want to keep that family vibe um, in, in the brand DNA. Well, if you, yeah. So, to follow, I mean, us if on they're Instagram, listening to our podcast, hopefully they know our Instagram. Yeah, also. hopefully. I mean, sometimes somebody. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. It's at quality spelled K U W A L L A T E E. Yeah. So, quality was the name. Is the brand's name after when we started adding more products than just T-shirts. We usually brand just as Koala. Yeah. So it, it does get a bit confusing because if you need to find us online, it's quality. Yeah. yeah. But I think when they search Koala right away, it's yeah, like one when of the you first search Koala, I think yeah, it all pops K-E-W, up. K-E-W, yeah. Yeah. And all our restocks and everything and like um, exclusive items, limited items, everything is advertised through our Instagram. I mean, Orin was also talking about being personable and everything. And like this, this whole virus thing made us rethink a bit about how we run our business. Like I'm sure a lot of other brands, but it's kind of like made us realize we should be a bit more open also. And that's why we decided to start this podcast, kind of like get, you know, get out there. Me, it was when we first started, it was, 
you know, I'm not the type of guy that's looking for fame or anything, so yeah, we really don't care to, like... We're actually yeah. the opposite of that. Yeah, A lot of people who have brands want to be a star, and they, they advertise yeah, themselves. Yeah, they, they advertise themselves on Instagram. And we're and so not that. People want to interview us. Yeah. When people want to interview us, we're, like, no cameras. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't show my face much on Instagram. Like, it's not... It's not us. It's just not us, and we can't fake. So we at least you know, like it. we're doing this for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we can name a few people where you can see that they're, they're yeah, doing yeah, it for the fame, that, you know. Well, let's not. Let's not start. I do. It, I do. <laughs> I do it for the clothing. I do. I like. To, yeah. I like to make good product and you know, comfortable clothing. I mean, that's who I really am. I, I was always just wearing t-shirts, hoodies. Yeah. And, there's gonna be a certain someone yeah. who's gonna come out with the podcast the day after we. Come and that's our goal. Week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have good stories, so... We have tons of stories. <laughs> Even though there's deconfinement happening, like, we kind of already been going through it, like, the last couple of weeks. Deconfinement happening, but you still have to be careful. Yeah. Your, the hygiene is what's important. You just have to keep, yeah. uh, keep safe. Wear your mask. Yeah, we're wearing masks at the office, and uh, it's, it's, it's the best thing we could do. Yeah. Be safe. I just want to take this moment to thank the four people that are listening. <laughs> today. I think there'll be hopefully I'm I'm yeah, I'm more optimistic. I think there'll be more than four people. But thank you for listening, anyways. And uh, we'll be talking about more personal stuff later. Yeah, we, the reason why I wanted to do the podcast is that people can connect with us more. But eventually, we're going to start uh, doing giveaways and releases yeah. specifically on the podcast. So if you don't want to miss out on stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I'm down for the giveaways. Yeah. Well, we're gonna do a lot of giveaways soon. Right now, we've been everything's been on hold. Everything we do regular has been on hold. All our exclusive projects have been on hold, which our printers just opened again, so we'll be doing that next week. And uh, yeah, that's it. This podcast is a Rivercast Creative Production subsidiary of Rivercast Media S.A.